Well, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the TR90 Body Burn 30 support call. This call happens Monday through Friday at this time, which for me is 6.40 in the morning till about 6.55 in the morning. Calls usually are about 15 minutes. This is to help support your TR90 Body Burn 30 um, journeys. Um, the TR90 program is definitely not a one and done. It is a lifestyle change. And thinking of that will actually put you in a better frame of mind to uh, continue with the program and work to keep that weight off once you have managed to get the inches off and really toned up. For those of you that do not know who I am, I am Susan Mann. I'm out of Portland, Oregon. I come to you with a teaching background, and when I say teaching, I'm as in, I have been an actual teacher, but currently I've been substitute teaching and tutoring and pet sitting, and so I do a number of things just because that's what my life kind of has evolved to. And the TR90 program is having one really good meal a day, usually with family, then having two shakes a day and three snacks, 30 minutes of moderate to heavy exercise, drinking at least half of your body weight in ounces of water, which means that if you weigh 100 pounds, you should be drinking at a minimum 50 ounces of water. If you're in a humid area where, or you're sweating profusely because you're exercising really hard, you may actually need to up that considerably so that you do not get dehydrated. Staying hydrated is one, one of the keys to this program and why it's really important. Getting seven to eight hours of sleep or rest daily, that's really important too because that actually helps your body reset. The water helps to flush the toxins out of your system, so those, those things kind of work synergistically. You should be eating seven to nine servings of fruits and vegetables at a minimum. That really, that is a huge key to this whole program, as well as taking your supplements, if you can, 20 minutes before a meal. If not, taking them with your meal, it'll still work. It just, they won't, it won't be quite, not quite optimal, optimally effective. And what you decide to put in, and 30 grams of protein in three meals. So um, when I first started the program way back when they came out with us in 2013, I actually was found that 30 grams of protein at three meals was not sufficient because, well, at that point, I was probably weighing about 200 pounds, and I was not, while I was exercising 150 minutes a week, I wasn't losing any weight, and most of what I had was muscle to begin with, and since muscle burns more heavily, I needed that extra, a little bit of extra protein to actually help burn the extra fat off. And I will tell you, I had been carrying that extra weight for, at that point, let's see, how many, probably about 20 years. Couldn't shake it. Came onto this program, and while I didn't lose any weight at all, I lost inches. And I lost about 20 inches overall 
when I went to the first go-round. So that being said, it can be done, and it is, you know, I really like this program. And since you've just heard what the program is in a nutshell, I always am looking for extra things to help supplement that program so that you can continue on with this lifestyle change that you've made, some things that might give you some tips and tricks and things that might help um, continue that journey. Um, Once you have reached your optimal spot, then you start going on maintenance because we don't want you to really fall off the wagon and put it all back on again because that would be no fun because that would mean you have to start all over again. That's not good either. And there's been a couple of us that have actually lost weight and then had to come back and make sure that we didn't um, put it back on. So with that being said, I am sharing some information with you today out of the book that's called Superfoods, Health Style, Simple Changes in Life to Get the, mo- get the Most of, of the Rest of Your Life. It was written by Stephen G. Pratt and Kathy Matthews. Stephen Pratt is actually was the MD, and uh, Kathy Matthews, I may, think she might have been working more on some of the nutritional stuff that was in this particular book. And last week, if you ever want to catch any of these calls and you've missed them, you can go back and pick them up on an application that's called Sound Cloud, spelled S-O-U-N-D-C-L-O-U-D. Put in Frank, F-R-A-N-K, Lomas, L-O-M-A-S. He's one of our technical angels. He records all of these calls. And... They're archived back seven years. So um, Frank and Brian, um, one of them records, and the other one, oh, I guess Frank's the one that posts. Brian helps us record, Brian Curry. So sometimes we will get a voice from above telling us that, you know, everything's all good or whatever. So with that being said, uh, last week I left off with sharing some of the Uh, important reasons why it might be good to include soy foods into your TR90 diet, whether it, or I shouldn't say diet because it is a lifestyle, and it is a lifestyle change because you don't, this is, you're going to be doing exercise daily and moving forward. So Um, I had talked about why it's important to get the whole soybean and not just the isoflavones that are in that. So soy as the health promoter. There are a host of specific reasons to get soy into your diet, but one excellent reason is that soy is a valuable protein alternative to animal protein. A half a cup of tofu provides 18 to 20 grams of protein, which is 40% of the daily requirement for most people. That same amount of tofu also provides 258 milligrams of calcium, more than a quarter of our daily needs, and 13 milligrams of iron, which is 87% of a woman's daily need, and 130% of a man's daily need of iron. Here's a comparison of the percentage of protein by weight of a few foods. 
Soy flour is 51% protein. Full dry soybeans are 35% protein. Fish is only 22% protein. And the hamburger is only 13% protein. Whole milk is just 3% protein. Boosting your protein intake isn't in and of itself a goal, well, according to this book. And the more important aspect of soy as a protein source is that it doesn't contain any of the undesirable components of other protein sources in our diet, in particular, saturated fat, but also including hormones, antibiotics, pesticides, and other negatives. If you're going, going with soy protein or soy products, make sure that it's non-GMO because I think that's probably probably will help straighten out a lot of the uh, pesticides and other negative things that might be happening. Finally, even though soy offers the highest quality protein of any plant food, it's low in calories. Indeed, tofu has the lowest known ratio of calories to protein in any plant food, save with the exception of mung beans and soybean sprouts. Soy's benefits go beyond its not being meat. It's long has long been recognized for having a beneficial effect on blood cholesterol levels. In a recent study, and I have to remind you, these, this book was published in 2006, so it's definitely dated, but it definitely has a lot of good scientific research that they put into it. A recent study investigated the effects of soy protein and iso, uh, soy isoflavones on blood pressure and cholesterol levels. In a 61 middle-aged Scottish men who were at high risk for developing coronary heart disease, for five weeks, half of the men consumed diets that contained at least 20 grams of soy protein and 80 milligrams of soy isoflavones each day. The control group consumed a diet that was without soy but did include olive oil. The soy consumers were found to have a significant reduction in both dystolic and systolic blood pressure. Moreover, their total cholesterol was significantly lower and their HDL, or the good cholesterol, was significantly increased. The control group also enjoyed an increase in their HDL, cholesterol levels, but their blood pressure was unaffected and their LDL, or the black bad cholesterol levels did not drop. The researchers concluded that eating at least 20 grams of soy protein, including that 80 milligrams of isoflavones for a minimum of five weeks, would be effective in reducing the risk of cardiovascular disease in high-risk middle-aged men. In connection with promoting cardiovascular health, it's significant that soy has been found to lower heart disease risk by increasing the size of the LDL cholesterol particles. Small, dense LDL is the most dangerous form of cholesterol. The large LDL, especially when accompanied by adequate supplies of HDL, is considered to be much less risky. In a study at Tufts University, 
on subjects with high cholesterol, researchers found that those who ate a diet high in soy protein significantly increased the size of their LDL particles compared with periods when they ate diets high in animal protein. The participants were given four different diets, each for a period of six weeks. The soy protein had, with no isoflavones, the soy protein enriched with isoflavones, animal protein with no added isoflavones, and animal protein with added isoflavones. The isoflavones had no effect, but soy protein consume, com, consumption resulted in a decrease in the amount of small, dense LDL and an increase in larger LDL particles compared with animal protein. This is yet another argument for using soy as a regular substitute for animal protein in the diet. Another way that soy promotes heart health is due to the ability of soy protein to increase blood levels of nitric oxide, a molecule that can boost blood vessel dilation and reduce the free radical damage of cholesterol and the adhesion of white cells to the blood vessel walls. Preventing these events lessens the risk for the development of atherosclerotic plaques there was one study of mice that found that when fed soy protein diets, the mice had increased levels of nitric oxide, oxide metabolites compared with the mice that were fed other proteins. And I think I need to stop there because I think we may have just about reached the end of our time. I'm going to take everybody off mute so they can say goodbye to each other and for any questions or comments. So there we have it. We should be adding a little bit of pro uh, soy protein to our diet. No kidding. That's, that data is quite stunning. It is. And, you know, and considering that, you know, it was out there already 13 years ago, it's another reason to, you know, maybe we go meatless one or two days a week. And we add soy protein in as our uh, soybeans in as our protein. And good reason for it. <laughs> no kidding. Absolutely. So now I have to figure out what meals I what foods I can put soybeans in. Well, you know, and there's a number of things that a person can do. It just it takes time. If you're making Chinese food, putting tofu in instead of other proteins or maybe even supplementing half of the, you know, putting in half uh, tofu and half of whatever the other protein is, that would be a good way to start and ease into it. Just a thought. <laughs> Thank you for the call. I jumped on just as you blocked us all. <laughs> but I'm here. Well, thank you, Victoria. And I know that we have at least one new person on, because he said hi this morning, which was really great. And I know we've got a couple other Silent Sam guys out there, as well as Silent um, Samantha's out there as well. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I didn't 
speak for a number of years, so, you know, come on, come on up, everybody. <laughs> Join the club. And if you're interested in building a new skin business, if you go over to Facebook Live, One Team Global, one of our illustrious leaders will be giving some tips and tricks on how to build a new skin business, and that's at the top of the hour, so... And that, which is in about two and a half minutes because I think I just felt my alarm go off. <laughs> Absolutely. Have a great have a great weekend, everyone. See you on Monday. And um, we also do a uh, Facebook Live on Monday with. Who, Nikki with Coyne. Nikki Coyne. So, yes, and oh, if you're new, you well, can jump, if they jump get... on If they jump onto this phone call line, Brian has been working diligently on Mondays to get us connected up to Nikki. So, yes, uh, yes, absolutely. And Nikki has a fabulous view. What's really interesting, I think, is the fact that we have five speakers each week, and each speaker has such a different view. It makes it really entertaining, and there's all there's all there's so much stuff out there. I thoroughly enjoy our morning call. I wouldn't miss it for the world. Absolutely. Well, I've been on these calls as soon as I found out about them. Shortly after they started way back in 2013, so, and I'm still here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It helps. It helps keep me motivated every day. So thank you, Susan, for your for your call today. Most appreciated. Well, and it also helps keep us accountable to each other, to, because those of us that are the speakers that vocally check in with each other, you know, we kind mm-hmm. of, okay, so we're going to be doing this, or we're do- I'm, like I said, I'm moving storage units around. So I got well over 10,000 steps yesterday. I suspect it's going to happen today. I wonder why. (laughs) Good for you. Yeah, I was like 11,300 and something the last time I looked last night. So it it was a good thing. Have a great day, everybody. Take care. You too, and I'll be listening for everybody on Monday again. Take care, everyone. All right. Have a great weekend. Bye. You. Oh, bye-bye.